0: get ready for conflicts when movie reviews collide Hello and welcome to Conflicts. I am going to be your host slash moderator, Nick. Where the tables have turned for this one, ladies dun, dun, and gentlemen. Dun, dun. And here is our host, Dad. Joe, <laughs> you're the inter- host. Oh wait, what are you? you? Don't know what Kat, you're hold doing. On. What are
1: you supposed to be? What, <laughs> what are you? He's a reviewer.
0: Oh, okay, all right, all right. All right. Cut.
1: <laughs> i no, we're leaving. this. We're leaving all of this in. This is not getting cut out. <laughs> this
0: could be like... The, 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 I'm like, what,
1: what's All of title? this gets left in. All right. Hello and welcome to
0: Conflicts. <laughs> the tables have turned today. I, Nick, will be your moderator. I'm going to go ahead and say hello. And then for the hosts, we have Dad Joke. Hi, Nick.
1: <laughs> His name's Rich, but they're having a moment.
0: And then the... Former moderator, but now host.
1: (laughs) I've been demoted, apparently. Hi, guys. It's Laura.
0: All right. Now that uh, incident of terror is over.
1: I think he might be sweating, y'all. I I think he might be sweating. I
0: I do feel terrorized. You should. We are going to review Spider-Man Far From Home, the sequel to Homecoming. Right on. Right on. Here we
2: go.
1: This was what, like the 23rd in the MCU?
2: I don't remember the exact number, but it's, yeah, we're quite a ways in.
1: We're two dozen in, folks.
0: Yeah. In this movie, Peter Parker's relaxing European vacation takes an unexpected turn when Nick Fury shows up in, ho- in his hotel room to recruit him for a mission. The world is in danger, yet again, as four massive elemental creatures, each representing earth, air, water, and fire, emerge from a hole torn in the universe. Parker soon finds himself donning the Spider-Man suit to help Fury and fellow superhero Mysterio stop the evil entities from wreaking havoc, wrecking havoc, ugh, tomato, tomato, mm-hmm. across the continent.
1: I think Mysterio sounds like a name of like a vaudevillian illusionist, you know?
2: I am Mysterio.
1: Like he's on the boardwalk of Atlantic City in 1919 being mm.
0: shady. Yeah. This movie stars Tom Holland, who looks like he's 16, but is actually like 23. Zendaya, yep. who is his real-life girlfriend, who is oh, I did a not beautiful, know that. beautiful person. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, who we've seen in many he's movies since from he was everything. a child <laughs> with his sister.
2: I mean uh, the epic beard version of Jake Gyllenhaal that we have these days? Yeah,
0: yeah. He
1: does have an epic beard. He does. Still hot.
0: And Marissa Tomei, who I did not realize that's who it was playing Aunt May. <laughs> who did you think it was? I don't know. Oh, wait, is Marissa Tomei the chick from the young girl from Who's the Boss? No, no. That's, that's Alyssa
1: Milano. Mm, I
0: get them confused for some reason. I don't even think they're the same age.
1: I feel like that's like mildly yeah. like racist against Italians. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> they look the same. No, they don't. All those girls, they're just alike. They're interchangeable. I
1: had friends growing up that were twins and they were fraternal twins. And I could always tell them apart. I can still tell them apart to this day and I haven't seen them in twenty plus years. And my mom to this day will argue to the death that they were identical twins and look the same. <laughs> so
0: Nice. think, okay. Did John Watts direct the first one?
1: I don't know. I didn't do that research. So no. I don't know. Who's the guy who plays uh
0: John Yeah. Didn't he do it
1: or did he no, do Iron Man? He no, he's actually... been a producer on most of these. He yeah. did he did like He did the first, first Iron Man. Iron yeah, Man th- I, I don't think he's Iron directed Man. any of them since mm-hmm. then. Happy is who you're looking for.
2: Happy Hogan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we almost did that for uh, Halloween, my wife and I were going to do Aunt May and Happy Hogan.
1: That would have been fun. That would have been cute. So while
0: Rich is looking that up, fun facts about this. Marissa Tomei and RDJ starred in a rom-com only you in 1994.
1: That was a personal favorite movie of mine. And I
0: have never seen that movie, so um, I'm looking. Nobody, at
1: nobody else saw it either. It was not a box office smash, mm-hmm. but it was randomly playing on an airplane once, and my sister and I loved it. And it involves gallivanting around Europe. And I'm pretty sure that Robert Downey Jr. was coked out for most of it. <laughs> but uh, the y- first the time she was, yeah, that time The first him. time she was in Spider Man, I was like, and they had a moment. When he comes to talk to Tom Holland, I was like, oh my God, it's them. They're on screen together again. And then I went home and watched Only You. Huh.
2: So, it, yes, John Watts was a director on Homecoming as well. Nice. And uh, Mercer Tome, you may remember from My Cousin Vinny. That's one of her more famous roles. Yeah. Uh, he's on a
1: movie review podcast and he just mouthed. He's never seen My Cousin Vinny. Thanks, Mouth. <laughs> This is why you let me host. I'm looking at things. Now I'm not. Now I'm just (laughs) colorful commentary. Uh,
0: So here's another fact. J.K. Simmons is back in a post-credit scene. I don't remember that. I'm not going to lie. I didn't sit through the post-credit scenes because I went and saw this in theaters and it was the director's cut. So by the time it was over, I had to pee real bad. Oh, there were
1: two (laughs) post-credit scenes. One Um, of them was stupid and pointless, but the other one. J.K. Simmons is back, and he reveals uh, Spider-Man's identity to Times Square. (laughs) Pretty much everybody, like on the jumbotron, he's with MJ, and all of a sudden, there's a picture of Peter Parker. Name drops and shows his face. Come on, the
2: guy controls a powerful newspaper and insurance company. What do you expect?
1: Yeah, but he's playing the same character, uh, Jameson, that he played in. One of the other ones, I don't remember.
2: Uh, he was in a couple of the other.
0: Uh, yeah, other
1: with the different Spider-Man.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm not going to read the rest of these fun facts because it's back into the Sam Raimi pieces of crap. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and start on this. My but I'm hard gonna start work with, down uh... the
1: crapper. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I to go. The one and... about Jake Gyllenhaal is interesting. And I'm going to throw it in there. Tobey oh. Maguire got injured on the set of Seabiscuit and they weren't sure if he was going to be able to film Spider-Man Two. And Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to take over for him. But he healed in time. So now Jake Gyllenhaal gets to be in Spider-Man, but not as Spider-Man. And I think he's probably a little jaded.
0: Mm, I don't know. I thought he did a good job as Mysterio. Anyway, I'm going to start with you, Laura.
1: All right. I put that in the thing because usually I'm like nice and I'm really measured and I let you guys like give your opinion, but I need my computer back because I wrote down everything I thought. This movie gets a D. And I'm not going to apologize for it. It's cute. And I have nothing bad to say about it. But I'm bored. And I'm exhausted with the MCU right now. There was nothing in this movie that I needed to see that I haven't ultimately seen in something before a million different times. Okay, this time they're in Europe. Cool. Whatever. I really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He's actually the best incarnation we've seen yet. But that's the problem. How many Spider-Mans have there been? How many do we need? How many movies about a fed up, overworked superhero who can't quit because they have to save the world do we need? This is the 23rd. It is the 23rd. I did research earlier and forgot about it. This is the 23rd MCU movie with no end in sight. And y'all, maybe it's time for a little quality over quantity because I'm over it. I'm done.
0: Okay. Grant
1: over. It was cute. But I'm like, my God, again with this, I don't need to be watching this movie. Can I have my two hours back?
0: Dang. Richard,
2: (laughs) how did you feel about this movie? (laughs) Jane, you ignorant slut. Um,
1: (laughs) I will take my shoe off and throw it at you. (laughs) Dan Aykroyd.
2: No, I pretty much completely disagree with Laura on this. Uh, Although uh, some of the points aren't completely off the mark. I gave this one a B. As far as Tom Holland goes, uh, him as Spider-Man is a gift to the world, as so apparently is he himself, because he's just an amazing person, it seems to be. Everything he does is...
1: Oh, yeah. He's uh, fantastic.
2: is, ...is awesome. So... I will watch the hell out of him as spider-man and I know yes There have been other iterations of spider-man before but as far as I'm concerned You can wipe all those off the the face of existence and we'll just start with Tom Holland Because he's that much better than all of the rest of them. This is a solid movie. There is nothing wrong with this movie Uh, but ultimately it does fall a little short of the mark set by its predecessor as well as some of the other MCU movies which is why I dropped this down into the B territory because there's nothing wrong, but there's nothing new. They, they, they didn't really go yeah. anywhere else different. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was good, but he wasn't great.
1: But was the character interesting? Not really. I mean, there was a sort of twist in the middle, but I was like, okay,
2: But even cool. The, the twist wasn't enough that we didn't all yeah. know it was going to happen.
1: Everybody knew it was coming.
2: I mean, we may not have known the details, but when it happened, nobody was truly shocked. Uh, I thought his acting was really good. I thought he was on point. And honestly watching the two of them do media uh for this movie was just adorable.
1: That was funny. I did watch that. Um, but even the way it was revealed like the whole like exposition minute in the middle of the film like hi it's like you're watching a procedural murder show and somebody's reading a computer screen over your shoulder like it's exposition minute everybody sit tight. There, there really? Was a lot.
2: There was a lot of exposition. There's a lot of gimmies. Uh, honestly, the most interesting storyline for me for the entire movie was the Happy Hogan Aunt May comic relief storyline.
1: Dude, agreed. Totally fun. Totally something I cared about. Everything else, I wanted to care, but I didn't.
2: Uh, out of all the recent MCU movies, this was the most fun and in they've done in a while. However, I thought this movie was entirely watchable and entirely fun to watch. So I'm gonna go ahead and stick with my B.
1: All right, Nice. Nick, I want you to split our difference because I know I'm right and Rich knows that he's right. Split our difference, dude. Tell us who's right. Be on my team.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, so I'm going to sit right in the middle for this. I gave it a C minus.
1: Mm, that's my team. That's one half point away from a D. <laughs> Nick's on my team. You lose.
2: Okay, so when Nick is what you think uh, is the deciding factor for Damn you. Damn it.
1: <laughs> You're right. And
2: suck, <laughs> And you suck for agreeing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's when, still two versus one. When
2: your team Nick, you have lost. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey,
0: you know what? This is two movies that she's been on. Team Nick because He's
1: currently using both middle fingers to flip off Rich. She I got, liked
0: I got the a double bird out of that one. <laughs> she likes the stop motion and Batman. So anyway, <laughs> back to the podcast of Spider Man Far From Home. I gave it a C minus uh, because I do agree with you on this one, Laura. Mm-hmm. I do feel that same MCU all, is. Kind of just running its course. Like it's just the mm-hmm. same movies over and over. I guess you said that about it's it. It's
1: like you when you photocopy a photocopy a bunch of times, like it eventually gets really grainy and you can't tell that, what it's supposed to be. That
2: was a Michael Keaton movie. Multiplicity. Uh, oh, yeah. Who Michael Keaton, who was in the 1989 Batman and Spider Man Homecoming. Yes. As Vulture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: He was a great villain. He was. Continue.
2: So
0: I did like how they tied in everything that happened after Endgame. Mm-hmm. That was good. They nailed it. I feel like Spider Man, we keep talking about Batman. Spider Man has the Batman effect for MCU. It keeps getting remade. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm tired of it.
1: Another incarnation, another incarnation. And Like, show me, but like, do what they did with Batman or Superman. Show me 45-year-old Spider-Man.
0: But I do understand that this is the first time that the MCU has had the rights from
2: Sony Mm -hmm. to do this. Well, and
1: then they didn't, and and then then they did, and then they didn't, and now they do. Which was (laughs) apparently
2: Tom Holland basically said, listen here, fuckers. (laughs) Get your shit together. You're like, wait, is
1: he old enough to cuss? I don't know. Yeah, he is. Okay, Go. (laughs) Well, that's
2: kind of what happened. He just called him up and he's like, hey, listen, yeah, if if this doesn't work out, you realize you're ruining it, right? And they said, okay, fine, we'll do it.
0: Well, I mean, because Tom Holland actually has another movie in the lineup for Sony, and that would have been awkward to still make a movie. It's like, he probably wouldn't have
2: given it his all, so. He can always go back to his uh, even better career as a lip sync artist.
1: Uh, Was that what he was? You were talking (laughs) about gifts to the world, dear listener. Go right now, pause this, go to YouTube, type in Tom Holland Umbrella Lip Sync Battle, spend about 10 minutes, and thank me later.
2: There's been some really epic performances on that and that uh, uh, I guess it's not a station. What do we call those? Uh, it's a
1: show. It's a show.
2: Uh, But Tom Holland's is he probably the mic. He drop takes the cake. out of all of them. Every, Nick
1: will watch it later.
2: I'm uh, like, I don't know. You've never them. seen this? No. It, it, it is the best lip sync battle in
0: existence, and there's see? been followed some closely ones. by like, Anne Hathaway. This is the part that I'm like, see, I've seen the charming videos of him going to the children's hospital dressed as Spider Man doing parkour in the hallways. For oh, him. this is a
1: totally different so side I'm of like, Tom Holland. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, my favorite Tom Holland. Video is actually the one where the the guys are pushing the little girl out of the way and he's like signing the one guy's autograph and they push this other girl out of the way and they drop her stuff and he looks at the guy and he's like, I will throw your shit on the ground if you do not pick that up.
1: Oh, good for him. Yep,
2: and and that was just like, yes, yes, don't let these guys bully this little girl out of the way just because they were bigger and they're trying to force their way up to the front to Tom Holland and he just did not stand for it and I thought to myself, that is perfect. People should behave themselves and be respectful to others around them. Well, and he's them, clearly a human moments. being. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he actually took the effort to just stand, stand up for up, a little girl. Yeah, well, and stand up for everybody. I mean, he, he was saying, no, there, there has to be some respect here. And for me, that was very important uh, to see that, especially for somebody who is young and famous like he is, who has every right to just be an arrogant prick. No, yeah, uh, every just, right, but went, you know. Well, every reason to be. Yes, uh, every the, reason. Sorry, the recipe is there, and he it just isn't. And, and it's that, refreshing when people
1: aren't a big old dick. Uh, Back to the movie, I <laughs>
0: did think that it was more, there was more comedy in this one than the other.
1: I think they were trying to balance out, because, I mean, the last MCU movie was like, So Ooh. sad.
0: You're like, oh, okay, my That heart one springs. got me in the
1: feels. <laughs> so this one, they're trying to be like, ha-ha, we're fun and light.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, it was still good. I've seen it since... I
2: saw it at the theater, but
0: it's just, I hope that the next one is better.
2: (laughs) I'm just sad
1: there's going to be a next one.
2: It definitely felt like it suffered from being a filler in the MCU. Mm -hmm. and
1: Yes, she's a filler queen. That's what she is.
2: Well, yeah, that's why I'm, so like here we have endgame. We have they're wrapping up so much of the storyline, but they haven't really completely started the next well, phase. And isn't
1: this the, the last film of phase three before we start phase well, four? It,
2: yeah, it's kind of in limbo in between almost. Mm-hmm. And I think it really suffered from that. So hopefully that was the majority of the problem. And this is not indicative of the, what's to come from the MCU.
0: Well, Richard, <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times.
2: What was the best of times for you? So the secondary storyline, some of those, in my opinion, were fantastic. I mentioned the uh, happy and Aunt May, but I really liked the, the funny storyline between his friend Ned and uh, what was the girl's name, the blonde, that he was kind of had a... I was, don't
1: remember her name. Uh,
2: she was the girlfriend, and in the end they yeah, weren't. Yeah. when They
1: <laughs> got together, and then they, they ended it all on the trip.
2: Uh, isn't that Betty Brant? Isn't that who sure. that's supposed to be? We can Um, call her
1: Betty. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Well, I think that's
2: that's (laughs) significant to overall Spider-Man, if that's who that is. Um, But anyway, I thought that was fun. So I really enjoyed those secondary storylines. And for me, those were some of the best things in the movie.
1: You already named it on mine, buddy. It was it was happy in May. I loved it. It felt real. It kept them involved in the story, even though they were, you know, on another continent. And I loved it. How about you, Nick? What was the best for you?
0: Well, I'm going to go ahead and do my double whammy of the best and the worst because it was
1: about the same was a one thing. a one-two punch? Yeah.
0: It was Mysterio. I Ooh, loved, how so? I loved Mysterio as a villain. Mm-hmm. He was my favorite villain in the animated series from the 90s. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And he was a great trickster villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. But they, like Rich said earlier, they fell short with his delivery because it wasn't a surprise. Which I guess if you really watch the animated series or anything like that, it shouldn't be.
1: You're probably a kid. Yeah. But for
0: some reason, like, and I'm not like mad that they chose Jake Gyllenhaal, but I'm like, Jake Gyllenhaal? Why?
1: Because he's pretty.
0: But I mean, because I like him as an actor. Yeah. But I just didn't see him as Mysterio.
1: Who would you have seen in that? Or like a type? That's the problem. Was I he too know. like likable?
0: Yeah, he was. Okay. Because every movie that he's been in, he's always been the likable or the, oh, I'm the kid brother like in Donnie Darko or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I just- I love Donnie Darko. He it just didn't
0: sit right with me. And I, I, that's the problem. I don't know who I would have cast in that part. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I don't.
1: <laughs> that's why you're not yeah. a casting director.
0: Yeah. So that was the best and worst of times. Laura, what was the worst of times for you?
1: The man like there's nothing about this movie that I'm gonna like take with me and be like oh that got me in the feels or that was so funny or that was so great or that was so epic I'm like alright that was a movie it happened don't have anything bad to say about it cool
2: yeah you know I, I'm actually gonna agree with that point it was the fillerness of this film the it felt like a filler episode for the MCU so
0: that was <laughs> a really... long filler episode yeah. Yeah. very long
1: <laughs> Well, you saw the director's cut that was long yeah
0: That's why I didn't see the post credit
1: scenes because I had to go. (laughs) Oh, the second post credit scene just shows you that um, Nick Fury and Maria, whatever her name were, were scrolls the whole time.
2: Maria, yeah,
1: and that the real ones of them were like on a ship somewhere in the middle of wherever in the universe.
2: Introduce stage four, phase four. Uh, So, probably, I I believe something (laughs) that Nick Fury is now no longer in charge of Shield, but he's in charge of some sort of intergalactic. Effort to police things. So Uh, that's why he's out there and he had sent the scrolls down, which
1: explains why. So now he's in charge of NATO. Yep.
2: What did you just do? Sorry, guys. We were
1: introducing sound effects. Continue, Rich.
2: uh, But it does explain why there are some inconsistencies in what they say. For example, uh, she never calls him Nick until this movie. Mm.
1: I didn't even notice that until right now and I knew about the post credits
2: scene. It's director Fury. And But you know, they made that point in Miss Marvel that nobody calls him Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she does. So it seems inconsistent until you realize it's not actually that.
1: It's also the first uh, time anybody in the MCU referred to Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, Spider-Man is asking Nick Fury about Captain Marvel, nobody's said that title out loud before.
0: That's true. I'm just going to say this, too. I am not excited for Phase 4 of the MCU. The only thing that I'm excited for, for Phase 4... Is Blade?
1: There are a couple of like one offs that I'm excited about. Like I think the Wasp, like that story is going to be cool. Um, I think uh, uh, what's her face? Oh my God, Scarlett Johansson's like
0: oh Scarlett, or, oh the, the uh, prequel thing. Yeah, her uh, prequel. I think it's yeah. going to be
1: cool. Um there's a couple of one offs, but like on the whole, I'm really like I'm kind of over it. Enough's enough.
0: Yeah, you know? it
2: shows. But <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. no, I, I think I think Blade, the guy that they chose. To star in Blade, I don't know
1: who they've put in Blade. Oh God,
0: I don't know anything that he's been in to tell you besides season three. Oh, look of it up later. True Detective.
1: Oh, um, was he in Luke Cage?
0: I didn't watch Luke Cage.
1: Okay, I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. I, I think so about. though.
0: Like the King. Oh yeah, it's uh, Mericshall Ali. Yeah, Mericshall Ali. That's, yeah, Ali, that's yeah. his he, name. Yes, he's playing. He's uh, in Moonlight. He's playing mm-hmm. Blade.
1: That's awesome. He's great, and
0: that's the only movie, and kind of Thor because I thought Ragnarok was awesome. And it's the same guy, writer and director. So like, I like okay. the
2: direction they've been taking Thor. Yeah, that's
0: going to be
1: fun. I hope we get Husky Thor again. That was fun. But
0: honestly, I'm not excited about Guardians. No. I'm, I'm actually excited that, uh, that he's doing Suicide Squad, relaunching that, because uh, DC really needs a home run. Yes.
1: I just don't have faith that they have any left in them, so whatevs. Mm.
0: To be continued on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to let... Laura, take over for a second because uh, she has a point on this. He has
1: the only biological female at this table. <laughs> I'm going to take over here for a little segment we call Female Factor. I'm going to keep it short. There much to say about this movie. It's not really that kind of story. MJ's a cool character. She's smart. She's different from a comic book movie love interest. Uh, Aunt May is portrayed as sexy, independent, and purposeful instead of like dowdy and matronly, and that's cool. The genre on the whole is still a big sausage fest, and that's less cool, but... Other than that, there's nothing much to say here.
2: By the way, I looked it up and it was Betty Brant. That's the um, the female character that Ned, the best friend, blonde girl <clears> that <throat> he dates. Yeah, yeah, that's Betty Brant. So she's fairly significant. in yeah, fill Spider-Man. us in because I have never read these. So good. Um, I, you know, well, she shows it because she works for the Daily Bugle later. Um, oh, yeah, okay. So she's so kind when they're of a, all grown up. Oh, isn't that their dot da- his daughter? Yeah, it's kind of a character there. Um, so we'll see how much they play up on that, but. Uh, I thought it was yeah that was definitely a fun little storyline, but that is who that character is.
1: Cool, nice. Take us home, Nick.
2: <laughs> Far from home. I don't know. <laughs>
1: like. You wanted to host. You got to come up with an outro.
0: Oh, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a
1: one liner <laughs> that I could say here. It's harder than it looks, y'all. Make Spider-Man, fun of me,
2: Spider Man. Yeah, da, da,
1: da, 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 da.
2: yeah. Have I don't know. This is hard, Laura. Like. <laughs> Ha- has Rob a better Steven. outro than what Nick can. Yeah, no joke.
1: Well on that mm. epic note, thanks everybody.
2: <laughs>
0: We're See going See you next time. We're going home now. <laughs>